Welcome to the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. Jundo, welcome to Tree Leaf. We continue our series on why Zen students often fail. And one of the reasons is because of teachers. Sometimes it's the teacher's fault. Sometimes it's the fault of how the students regard the teachers. You know, there's a famous old koan uh, from Wang Bo. Somebody asked him, why do you say there are no Chan masters? Wang Bo said, I did not say there is no Chan. I only said there are no masters. Furthermore, he said, teachers really do not understand. So here's a guy saying there are no Chan masters. Yet he's a Chan master offering a teaching. Hmm. Teachers often speak out of all sides of their no-sided mouths. If you ask me, one reason that students have problems with teachers is because the students trust the teachers too much. On the other hand, sometimes it's because they don't trust the teachers enough. Sometimes it's because they idolize the teachers too much. Frequently it's because they don't expect enough of the teacher. And finally, it's because they fail to see through the teacher. Let me talk about what I mean. What do I mean that sometimes students trust and expect too much from the teacher, idealize the teacher. There have been cases where there were really abusive situations. Guru has gone wrong and the students just worshiped the individual, just wrote off every failing that the teacher had. I'm talking about cases like Shimano, for example, Sasaki, cult-like behavior. That's really rare in the Zen world. Don't get me wrong, at least in modern times. But there were cases there where people just could not see any failing. They trusted the teachers too much. They expected too much from the teacher. I think in the old days when some of our teachers first came from Asia, people expected their every move to be that of a fully enlightened being. After all, in the old storybooks, the very idealized stories of Zen masters, there are no failings among these people. They've all been scrubbed away. The Buddha is a superhuman character. All the ancestors are just flawless individuals, always saying and doing the right thing. Therefore, the living being, flesh and blood, Zen masters we meet must be the same, right? Well, no, what you're going to meet are flesh and blood people. Hopefully, what you meet when you meet a Zen teacher is someone who is doing pretty good in this crazy world of samsara. Let me explain what I mean by that. You know, the Buddha never found a way to make this world perfect. He never found a way to end war, disease, death, old age. All he found 
is a way to see through all that and a way to live with some grace amidst that. You see, the Buddha himself, he grew old, got sick and died. He lived in a time of war. We still have wars today. He didn't find a way to make this world free of all that. He did find some place, somehow, some vision of wholeness and peace beyond all war and death and life and suffering. That's true. He saw through it. He also pointed us in directions of living freer of anger, of greed, of division, of thoughts of me, my, and mine, whereby we live in a more gentle way in this world. That's for sure. But I don't think the Buddha ever found a way to make this world the pure land. All he could do is see through it that it is the pure land already, but also it is still often a mess. All we can do is live with some grace, some gentleness, some dignity while in this world. That is what the Buddha knew. In the old days, in the Theravadan, South Asian traditions, the only thing the Buddha could propose is to get out of Dodge, to escape from the wheel of samsara, the wheel of rebirth. In the Mahayana, it became a little bit more being in this world, but not of it. But all through, the idea is that when we are in human form, we are not flawless. We can see through this human form to something that is free of all division, of all anger and all greed. But while we're in this human body, sometimes we're going to trip up, mess up. A Zen master, if you ask me, is someone who lives pretty well in human form. Like I often say about uh, martial artists, there's no martial artist who learns how never to fall. What a martial artist learns is how never to fall too badly, hopefully, and how to fall with grace and roll with it and get back on one's feet again. This is what it is to be a Zen master. It's a mental art of rolling with the keeping one's balance, keeping moderation, but not to be flawless. Now, so we have those few guys who are real predators, abusers. They're few and far between. I could count them on one hand. Mostly what we have are Zen teachers who are, well, they have their good days and their bad. Hopefully they're way above average as human beings and the gentleness and the, the lack of greed, but they're going to have their moments, their bad hair days. If students then react like, oh, my teacher turns out to be, you know, sometimes he's a little bit uh, to this or to that. He loses his temper once in a while. He's a little too, uh, you know, tells a dirty joke, has a couple of too many glasses of beer one day. Oh, he can't be real. Then they go the other way. They don't trust the teacher enough. You have to realize that he's a human being in samsara. And how does he roll with it? Hopefully he doesn't fall too badly. Hopefully he duffs off, make, makes amends, and gets back on with life, you see. So if you overly idealize your teacher or under-trust your teacher, expecting too much or too little, it's no good. Don't let the guy get away with every day falling down. But once in a while, he's a human being, she's a human being. 
don't uh, trust a teacher who robs banks and rapes and pillages. I'm not saying that. But see a human being. That is what a Zen master is. Zen master is a bodhisattva. He's a Buddha too, like you're a Buddha. But a bodhisattva is someone who has his feet in this world of samsara, is trying to do the best he can to save the sentient beings and himself. Trying to be a lotus in the mud and not let the mud stick too much. Got my point? The best Zen teacher, if you ask me, is someone who rolls like a good martial artist, rolls well, teaches you how to roll well through life without losing your balance too badly. But don't forget, like the Buddha taught about seeing through this world, see through your teacher. That is what your teacher is teaching. That is what Huang Bo meant when he said, there's only Chan, no teachers. See the truth. Your teacher embodies something beyond falling, beyond standing, beyond good and bad, a piece that holds all of life's broken pieces. Your teacher is trying to show you that. There is no place to fall. There is no wrong to be done from a certain standpoint, from a certain place, a beautiful place on the peak. You understand? That's why there is only Chan. Okay. Shall we leave it at that? Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast zazen, retreats, discussion, jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.